sure it's an amazing feeling now. I'm sure it'll be an amazing feeling for forever. For the first time in over 100 years, Marshfield is outright conference champs of the Wisconsin Valley Conference. With an 11-0 record, the Tigers can stake that claim, one that will be on their banner forever. I speak to head coach Chris Fisher and players Chase Hinson and Gavin Fravert about the honor of the season and their upcoming playoff matchup against D.C. Everest. I was just talking to your coach ahead of the the uh, the interview, and we were walking through the conference championships that you or conference titles you guys have won in the Valley. It's about over just over a hundred years, 100, 101, whatever it is. This is your first ever outright title. Does that kind of blow your guys's mind a little bit? It, it really does. I mean, just uh, the fact that we were the first group that was able to do it in a hundred years. It's uh, it's really special. Gavin. Yeah, um, having the opportunity to do that and, I don't know, making history, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty unreal. So were you guys aware of, of Marshfield's history in the Valley? I think we walked through it. You have three shared titles um, since joining the Valley. Were you guys aware of just how few teams have been able to accomplish something like this? I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but we weren't really focused on that too much. We were just pretty much focused on this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we kind of mentioned uh, just a few years ago we won a, a shared one, but we knew we wanted like to be the first ones to have the outright conference championship, and we were able to do that. So mm -hmm. We'll talk about the season a little bit, but Chris, I want to go to you. You've been around Marshfield for, for quite a while. Um, you haven't seen an outright title. No one has. Um, you've seen a few shared titles, but how much does this mean to you, being someone who's been around the program for so long? Yeah, it uh... – you know, I'm not I'm not far enough removed yet from our season because we still have a lot of things that we want to accomplish. Of course. Um, you know, at, at some point I'll be able to think back and, and reflect on on um, my personal history and involvement in the program. You know, being a young kid, nine, 10 years old during that 92 run where, um, you know, watching those guys and being the first team ever was special. And then being an assistant coach in the 2010 team, an assistant coach in the 2019 team. You know, those were those were special runs as well. And now to do it as the head coach, it's a, it's a pretty special feeling. Um, I know every time when I walk into our field house and, and you take a look on the wall at the, at the conference championship history, I know that that once that 2022 date gets added to that list, I know I'm going to be awfully proud of that. And I'm, I'm really happy for these guys because they, they deserve it. Um, they've they started to act like champions um, after the season ended last year and and throughout a good portion this summer and the fall, they were, they were acting like champions before they came champions. And um, I know it's going to be pretty special to them too. Going back to the guys, I mean, entering the season, like your coach just said, um, you guys had some experience from last year. You knew that you had something special this year, but what were your expectations entering the season? Did you see yourself winning the Valley at the beginning of the year? I mean, we, we knew we had the talent and, like, work ethic to do it. Um, we just had to apply it and work as a team. And I don't know. We, we knew we could do it, but it was just a matter of fact, you know, getting it done. Yeah, Jeez. I think uh, just coming off of last year and, um, you know, the kind of the lack of wins and everything, it really motivated us to, you know, play and just work hard in the summer. And that's what we did. I mean, having a summer was really helpful, I think, in the team unity. We're all like really close together and stuff like that, and that really helps. And um, just you know, the last two weeks or three, three or four weeks actually before last year really ended, 
um, to kind of set the tone for the rest of the, for this year, I guess. Um, what's the makeup of the team? I mean, wh- what's your identity on the court? I think just hardworking is would be the first thing I'd put. Um, you know, we defend wherever we go, and um, and we got a lot of shooters also. How so? Who, who are the shooters? Uh, you're looking at two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we have a lot of guys that can shoot, you know, um, uh-huh. you know my brother Brooks and, uh, and, uh, Carson and, um, you know, Karsten, I'm confident that when those guys shoot, it's good. It's going in. So I want to talk about that defense a little bit. Cause you bring up a good point. Uh, you guys, let's see, there's a handful of games. You've allowed more than 50 points, but I see a lot of forties in here. How much pride do you take on that side of the ball? Well, I don't know. I, I just say defense is just a lot of hard work, pretty much. Um, anyone can do it. It's just energy and working hard, pretty much. Um, is that definitely a focus on this team, whether it's in practice, whether it's on the court, it's defense is going to win us games? Yeah, and, you know, when shots aren't going in, defense is what keeps us in games all the time. So, you know, we value that, and uh, it's really important. Particularly, I want to look – I was at the D.C. Everest game that you guys had, and. DC Everest, you know, they're right now they're third in the Valley. Um, obviously they're their leading score last year. Colton went down, but Marcus has been a, been a beast this year. And you guys really slowed down Marcus. What was the game plan in that one? Be careful here. Cause we play him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the game plan against Everest has been so good offensively the last couple of years. Well, they have multiple guys that have the ability to put the ball in the basket. Um, Specifically with Marcus Hall, he's one of the best scorers in the state of Wisconsin. Um, he, he can score in a variety of ways. Um, perimeter, post, transition, free throw line. He's a really, he's a difficult matchup because we haven't seen a weakness in him yet. Like we don't, you know, when, when you look at high school players, you try to scout them. Even the really good ones might have tendencies or, or weaknesses. We, we can't find one in Marcus's offensive game. Um, so I guess when, when you have a, that type of player and you try to game plan him, you, you really try to find maybe something that somebody has overlooked or maybe something that somebody hasn't tried yet. Um, I don't know what that is yet. You know, we, we still have the one game yet Thursday against Rapids that we have to uh, turn our attention to. Um, but starting next week, we'll have to see if we can find something because we haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, you guys have them in a playoff game. Uh, first off, you guys get a four seed. How did it feel to, uh, to to see your placement and to be able to map out a potential playoff run? You know, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Because, um, like, being in one of the hardest sections, I guess, there is. And, uh, you know, being that highly ranked is pretty special. It's a good achievement for us, I think. Yeah, it's nice to see the hard work pay off. Yeah, that hard work paying off. And you get a, a Valley opponent in the first round a team that you've already matched up with twice. You beat them twice, but I mean, that's, that's still, a, that's still a tough conference opponent. Does that make you excited? Does it make you a little nervous to, to see an opponent that you're so familiar with like DC Everest? I'd say a little bit of both just because like we know them just as well, just as much as they know us. And it's not like there's going to be any secrets coming into the game for any team. Um, hopefully we can get it. <laughs> yeah. Is it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'd say just Everest is really dangerous because they're, you know, offensively talented and, um, you know, when the ball starts going through the net, I mean, any team can be dangerous and um, especially Everest, I think. Mm -hmm. 
let's let's walk through the the season a little bit because you guys right now are eleven and zero in the valley. Um, I believe you have one more game against Rapids next week. Um, but when when was that point in the season when you guys realized, man, like we're we're really good and we might not lose a game in in conference? Like, was there a point where it kind of clicked? Like, man, we're on some sort of run. I mean, after like Eau Claire Memorial and Appleton East, when like we knew. We knew coming into those games that they were two really good teams and mm-hmm. after hanging with them and like playing with them for like the whole game and like it never really got out of our reach i felt like we were gonna have a special season can you back that up yeah i mean having success early in the year i guess against you know team like mara i think was our first uh conference opponent mm-hmm. and um you know just you know beating them pretty handily and then i mean just just kind of kept kind of kept going and um yeah it just it felt, it felt really good especially coming off last year with you know the lack of success so we cherish you know each win yeah because you guys started the season with three straight losses i mean they were tough opponents don't get me wrong mm-hmm. central east uh appleton east eau claire that's those are tough games but since that point you've lost a total of one game and that was to madison by three points um has something changed has it just been those first three teams were really difficult. Um, what's, what's allowed you to be successful, I guess, since then? I'd say it's, I mean, probably a combination of those teams, of those things. Um, you know, obviously those are really good teams and, and playing them off the bat, like I think it was helpful. And um, because, I mean, it, I don't know, I guess teams after that, I mean, I don't want to say it dropped off the competition, but like, I mean, I think it was just helpful getting that level of that experience right away in the year. It helped us prepare us for the rest of the year, I think. Gavin, how much fun has it been to, to have the success you guys are having? Just one loss since then. Oh, Seems yeah. like the wins just keep racking up. Yeah, it's it's been really fun, but we also have to just look forward to the next game and keep our focus on the next one. Has, has that been the focus? Just really one game at a time? Like, don't, yeah. don't think too big. Don't think too small. Um, when you got into conference play, obviously, you know, 11 and 0, is there some sort of pride in not only winning that conference outright, but the fact that no one has beaten you in conference just yet in the regular season? Yeah, I mean, I think there is. I mean, um, it's like, and there was referenced earlier in the, earlier in the year, where it's like being the hunted versus going out and hunting teams. Or it's like, now they, they're trying to beat you with everything and they're giving, you know, they're all to beat you. And um, it's just, it's special. And um, I think uh, we, we cherish that as a group. Do you notice that going into games that now, now you're getting that reputation of we're the top dogs right now and people have to, to beat us. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely feel that, uh, before games, um, we just, we can't let that get to us and we just have to keep playing. I guess. Mm-hmm. No, I know, I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. Chris, I want to go back to you. Um, because this run that you guys are on, I mean, confidence is building. You can tell. You can see the confidence on the court. What have you noticed in these guys since that start of the season? Um, what, what I've been most impressed with is, is our players' ability to be on the border of driving me up a wall <laughs> with their – it's seemingly, a, I don't want to say a lack of focus, but they know how to have fun. Um, they know how to toe that line of being able to joy, enjoy things while still being professional in their preparation and in their practice. 
being able to compete on a daily basis because we do have some pretty spirited practices that we go through where they compete against each other. Um, their ability to enjoy the season and still rise up to any challenge that we give them. Um, you know, a great example was, was Friday night's game where, you know, you get down seven with five and a half minutes to go and, and things look a little bleak. Um, our guys didn't bat an eye. They kept their focus every time out. Um, they were attentive. They were listening. They were engaged. Um, they made plays down the stretch. So I'm, I'm completely impressed with their ability to, to enjoy the moments and enjoy the season while being super competitive and energetic and focused and engaged. I need some details. Drive you up a wall. <laughs> well, <laughs> so is that in practice? Is that through in games? I mean, what's yeah, going on there? Yeah. Well, you know, and maybe these guys can fill you in a little bit more, but there have been times where my blood pressure has risen during practices where I think that perhaps we're not completely engaged with the task or the drill at hand. And, um, you know, at times they have the ability to drive me even further, but at times they also have the ability to, to uh, maybe wake me up and, and maybe, um, maybe relax myself and teach me not to take things so seriously at times. Um, so, you know, other than detail, I can't think of anything specifically. I just know there's been times. Guys, can you fill me in a little bit? Or <laughs> what are the what are these moments like? I just feel like we know we know it's coming when when you know it's gonna have the talk where it's and he goes like this to check his blood pressure every once in a while. And uh what you are know, you it, doing to, to raise the blood pressure? Come on. Um, I don't know whether someone just like cracks a joke or something, or um, you know, maybe like our pregame warm-up that we do on on you know, pre-game days sometimes, but uh, I don't know. It's it can be anything. Throwing lob passes. Yeah, like throwing. Yeah, that's a good one. Throwing lob passes instead of these guys. These guys think they're throwing lobs to Giannis Atenakumpo <laughs> in in fast break drills, and they're throwing. You know, they're throwing these lobs like Giannis is going to come from the wing and just hammer a dunk. They're throwing these lobs to our you know five ten point guard, thinking that something's good going to happen. It just it drives me nuts. Does that happen? Does that happen? Everyone's right. More, sometimes it works. More than you think. Does it work? Yeah, I was going to say, does it work? Sometimes. Sometimes. When it works, it's cool. <laughs> so so you, you were telling me, you, you know when it's going to happen. You can see it in him. Does does the team get scared a little bit? Like, what's, what's the reaction of the team generally? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just you, you just know what, what's coming. You know it's going to pass. Yeah. When, he, when, he, when he talks to us about it, though, we do get focused, and we'll have a good practice after that. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. With, with this specific group of guys, you were saying how, how close you were. How long have you guys been playing together? Is it, is, have most of you been around each other for most of your life? I mean, us seniors, yeah, we mostly, we, except for Carson Cavernon, he moved here his freshman year, but most of us have been playing since third grade. And I don't know, we've, we've gotten together really well. Um, we didn't play a season, obviously, until this year with the juniors or even Brooks, the freshman. Um, but this summer really brought us close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In those practices, in those funny moments, um, what's that like to have that? Because you guys have quite a bit of seniors on the team too. Um, what's that like to have that, that group of guys that you, you know really well and you can kind of joke around with each other and it's not so uptight in practice? Yeah, it's special. And I think it's really a key. Um, 
to our success, just the trust that we have with each other and, um, and all that is just really great and helpful. Coach, um, blood pressure aside, uh, this, 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 uh, this, uh, a group, group of seniors and juniors as well. I mean, what, what's been the leadership on this team this year? Um, well, it starts with these two guys, uh, to my right here, Gavin and Chase have taken on the, uh, the captain's role this year. Um, you know, we, we've talked about, uh, leading by example and how there's, there can be a selfish component to leading by example because it has the tone of where you're only worried about yourself. Um, we want our leaders to motivate and to pull people along, their teammates along when they don't want to be pulled or when there's resistance. You know, we want our leaders not only to lead by example, but to get guys to follow them and to get guys to, to fall in line and to hold people accountable. Um, you know, we really haven't had to deal with many issues this year in terms of um, outside distractions where, um, you know, maybe situations happen during school or outside of school where we have to deal with as a team. Um, we haven't had to deal with any of that. So, um, you know, it starts with these two guys and it starts with a great senior class. Um, you know, the, the word family gets brought up a lot around us because this is like a family. We are very close. And, and these guys alluded to our summer. That summer was huge. We wanted to spend as much time as we could together um, um, because when you do that, when you've, when you're, when you're in it collectively, it means so much more, uh, when these, when these celebrations can happen, when these moments happen, mm -hmm. uh, back to the guys. Now you guys are getting towards the, uh, end of the season. Um, you got one more game, you got one more game left and then you got a playoff matchup. What are, what are, what's, what's your focus like now as you head into that playoff matchup? Um, well, Rapids first, like like you mentioned, um, you know, going 12 and 0 conference would be huge. But um, just kind of knowing that it's win or go home after that, and um, that's definitely a motivating factor, and um, it's going to push us to you know work even harder. Yeah, after you. The last question I got for you, I know, obviously you have bigger goals than this right now, but we talked about it a little bit at the beginning. Uh, conference champions outright. You have three shared titles. Now you have an outright. That's going to be added to that banner 2022. How good do you think that's going to feel to be able to come back to that gym whenever you want to, whether, you know, after you graduate and you can see 2022, that was your team that was able to accomplish that. Yeah, that's going to be a really good feeling just to look up and just say, like, I was a part of that team. And it was a special moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. You know, it's going to be, a, I'm sure it's an amazing feeling now. I'm sure it'll be an amazing feeling for forever, but uh, just to come back and, um, you know, and see the younger guys still there and, um, and just be able to, you know, know that we were a part of something really special. Thanks to Chris, Chase, and Gavin for talking with me. Good luck in their playoff matchup coming up next week. Tomorrow, we have more playoff coverage, this time from Mosini Girls Basketball. They talked to me about their near-perfect season and their postseason hopes. That's coming on tomorrow, but for now, that's all for this episode of the Highlight Zone podcast. Take care. <laughs>